the Monterey Wildcats baseball team has to sit and wait. The Warren County Lady Pioneers softball team is working on defense. The Upperman Bees baseball team gets ranked in the top 10 of 3A. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach John Looper of the Monterey Wildcats baseball program. Coach, appreciate you joining us on the program. Fell to Sequatchie County on Thursday night, 8-7, and I want to start off with that ball game, your final district game of the season. And first of all, just kind of take me through that game. It looked like an exciting one to be a part of, but obviously not the result you guys wanted. Just kind of take me through that one. How, how What was the flow of the game like? Well, uh, we scored six in the bottom of the first and had a six-nothing lead, and obviously we couldn't hold it. Uh, you know, they just chipped away, and they took advantage of some errors that we made and uh, took the lead on us. And then and we came back, scored a run, and then had a chance in the end, you know, to uh, take the lead back. And uh, the weather got us. We actually, the game ended with a, Two outs in the bottom of the seventh with two runners on hmm. uh, because of lightning. So it moved back to the sixth, and of course, the final score was eight to seven. You guys do fall in that one, eight to seven. So you finished the district play five and three. As of right now, you guys are in first place, but right behind you is York, and then you also have Sequatchie right behind you uh, sitting at four and two. Those two teams have two games left. How comfortable or maybe how uneasy are you that you're still fighting for that one or two seed in district play come tournament time? Well, you know, we, we've had our chance on the field. And, uh, you know, we've, had, uh, we've blown leads in two of those three games that we've lost. So, to be honest with you, if we don't end up at one and two seed, it's, we have nobody to blame but ourselves. Uh, and, you know, now there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, so, you know, what, are those, what happens in those other games, we'll just have to see. Uh, looking back, yes, we had our opportunities, and, you know, we did not take advantage of it, and that could cost us. We could, you know, be fortunate enough that games pan out that we can be a one or a two seed, but if not, uh, like I said, we had our opportunities and it was, you know, it was on the field, and we just didn't take care of business. Obviously, still a lot of baseball to be played for you guys in non-district play before you get into those district tournaments in the first week of May. It is now kind of maybe the tune-up time to get ready for those district tournaments and a little bit of time to look back on district play and kind of reflect on, like you said, what, some of those blown leads and how you can try to shore those things up in the latter part of the season? It is. And it's also a time to get you know guys that haven't played a whole lot in district games and uh, and see if, you know, if there's somebody that, that we haven't played that deserves to be, you know, that could be one of our best nine or ten players uh, that hasn't done been thus far. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good good chance to, to get us better and prepare us for the postseason. We're talking with head coach John Looper of the Monterey Wildcats baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, was the schedule purposely scheduled like this to kind of finish district play early, or is it just kind of how it panned out this season? It's just how it panned out. It was a blind draw on who had a on when you got your bye week, and we got our bye week the last week of district play. Uh, so it, it was just it was just by blind draw. There's no strategy or anything to it. Is uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, do you like it? Do you dislike it? Or is there really doesn't really matter? You just go out and play the games. Well, I, it really doesn't matter. You, you've got to, 
like you said, you've got to play the games. We all have the same practice time. Uh, and, you know, every game we, you know, we, we knew what we were getting into. And, you know, there's really no excuses uh, on our side for, uh, you know, probably two of those games we feel like, I feel like we probably should have hung on and won, and we didn't. And, uh, like I said, there's really nothing to blame other than ourselves for that. Coach, I guess the positives of it, and we've mentioned it throughout this interview, is you do have a lot of baseball left, so you're going to have game action to try to kind of sure some of those things up before the tournament. How do you do that? Do you work on it in practice, or does it have to be worked on in games where when you get a lead, you have to hold it? And I guess kind of what goes into that to hold those leads? I think I think it's both. Uh, you've got to practice in a way that you that, that prepares you, but you actually got to do it in the game and – You've got to, you know, got to play with pressure on you and 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 be able to overcome it and grow as a player and and you know as a as, well, as a student athlete really. And once you learn to deal with that pressure and succeed from it, then it becomes easier to do later on. I know you mentioned that you want to see if some of your younger players that might not get a lot of playing time in district play could be in that starting 9 or 10 as the season goes on. But what else are you guys going to be working on in practice uh, specifically to get ready for district tournament time? Um, we're, always, we're always going to work on fundamentals. Uh, we work on baseball fundamentals from day one, and we will revisit that uh, day in, day out, and try, try to be fundamentally sound as, as we can be from top to bottom. I do that every day. 400 wins in your career earlier on this season. When that happened, and I guess, could you see that coming up? Was it on your mind at all? And then when it finally happened, what did that feel like for you? Uh, well, you know, for personally, it was an accomplishment, uh, you know, of longevity and having, you know, I've been blessed with a, a lot of great players and a lot of great people over the years. And, uh, you know, I really didn't, didn't want to get it out until after the season, but uh, some of my family made sure that it got out. <laughs> uh, you know, most of those wins were not with anybody on, on this current team. So, you know, our focus is always on the next game, not not what's in the past. You know, the windshield's a lot bigger than the rearview mirror. So uh, we just, I just want, I want to keep the focus on our next game and getting better, not really what's happened in the past. That's head coach John Looper, the uh, humble one, as always, with the Monterey Wildcats baseball program. Coach Looper, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. Uh, thank you much. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Jerry Martin of the Warren County Lady Pioneers softball program. Coach, appreciate you joining us here on the program. Uh, st- I want to start off, played Coffee County back on Thursday night. Uh, fell in that one 6-2 to two as you guys moved to 2-2 two and two in district play. Just kind of take me through that game. What did you think of the girls' performance? I know Coffee County, a very strong squad, but the second time you've fallen to them this season. Yeah, Coffee's a good team. Uh, you know, good pitching, uh, fundamentally sound defensively, good hitters. Uh, you know, to beat those, to beat that team, we got to play all around game. Uh, we're not catching the ball too good right now. Uh, you know, we got to sure up our defense, uh, get some timely at bats. Uh, we've had a few hits, but uh, we didn't have timely hits. So we, we got to do better, you know, to, to beat Coffee. Now, you do get to see them one more time as you got five district games left. You see them once, Franklin County once, and then you get Shelbyville three times to finish out district play. You guys sitting at two and two right now. Do you feel like you're in a pretty good spot to get one of those top two seeds? 
I mean, I think so. I think if we if we continue to you know pitch the way we're getting the pitching from Madison Hollis right now, uh, you know we got a chance to beat anybody. Um, like I said, we got to sure up our defense. Uh, <clears throat> but I mean, I, I think we're in a good spot. I mean, if we can win the rest of them out, go seven and two, I think we'll be in you know good position to get that second spot. Um, so I feel good about it. Uh, we've played some tough teams early, so uh, we're still trying to you know get a feel for what kind of team we're going to be. Got a lot of new starters this year. But I'm excited, uh, and I think the girls will turn a corner here next week, and uh, maybe we can get the ball rolling. How do you think the girls have kind of lived up to the expectations that you might have had coming into this season, and how have they performed up to this point in the season? Uh, I think, you know, the expectations were high. You know, uh, we've had some really good teams the last few years. Um, so a lot of these girls are first-time varsity players. You know, we got five girls that never played, uh, you know, varsity this year. So I think it was an adjustment for them. Uh, we come out of the gate against a good White County team, uh, play some good teams in the Warrior Classic, and then, you know, Coffee County twice already this year, and, and Franklin County's got a good pitcher. So we face some really good pitching. Um, you know, we're just trying to get better each and every time out and try to make a run in the district tournament. You talk about the defense. Does it kind of come down to maybe having some of those younger players that, that might be the Achilles heel of this team? And is it something that you think you can shore up before district tournament time as you get better in practice with it? I think so. I think it's, you know, a lot of it's nerves. You know, a lot of it's just, you know, the game's a little bit faster, you know, when you're on the varsity level. And I think these girls are adjusting to it a little slower than I thought. But, uh, you know, they're working hard every day. They're not giving in and, uh, I think they are, uh, you know, they have to get better. For us to do what we got to do, they have to get better. We're talking with head coach Jerry Martin of the Warren County Lady Pioneers softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, who's playing well for you this year? I know you mentioned you got a few freshmen on the squad and you mentioned one of your pitchers as well, but who on the team has really been playing well this year? Well, I think Madison Hollis, our pitcher, has been really good this year. Uh, you know, every game we've played, she gave us a chance to win. Uh, so we are excited to have Madison in the circle for us. Uh, she's a big righty that, you know, moves the ball well, in and out, changes speeds well. You know, she's a competitor. Um, you know, offensively, uh, Shelby Roberts is our number two hitter, our catcher. Uh, she had a really good year last year for us. Uh, she's swinging the bat. And uh, Cora Forbes is a sophomore, played first base. You know, she's getting a first-time varsity experience. She's having some good at-bats for us. And, um, you know, we got a freshman, Kai Damon. Um, she struggled here lately, but she's, you know, hitting around 340, 350, and uh, she gives a little speed at the top of the lineup. So, uh, you know, we're excited about our offense. We just got to get some girls at the bottom of the order going, you know, and more consistent. Coach, did I see uh, a little earlier on this season that, that you eclipsed 100 wins? Yeah, that's what they told me. So <laughs> I got 100 wins, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't do that without good players. You know, I have, I've had good players in the past and, and some good coaches to help me out. So, uh, you know, I'm honored to, to win those 100 games for Warren County. Well, Coach, as you, you're closing down, I guess kind of getting more so into district play, we mentioned the five games left in district play, sitting at 2-2 two and two right now. You've mentioned the defense. It's got to get better for you guys to maybe win out in those ball games. What's maybe a couple of other areas that you would like to see improve for this squad? I think we got to have some more girls hitting. You know, right now we've probably got four or five girls that's consistently having good at-bats. We need two two or three more girls, to, you know, to come in there and have some good at-bats for us. Uh, we can't just be stacked at the top of the lineup. We need some uh, hits at the bottom of the lineup. 
So I think that, that you know, that, that scares the defense a little bit. And, uh, you know, we can have automatic outs at the bottom of the lineup. Lastly, Coach, you got Shelbyville for the first time coming up on Monday and Tuesdays. You get back into district play. What do you know about him, and what do you expect to see from him? I don't know much about him. You know, uh, I know Coach Whitaker from past middle school and high school. But um, I, I know that they'll play hard and be ready to play. Uh, I hadn't seen them at all this year. I know they've had a few injuries, so I know the numbers are down. But, uh, you know, high school softball, if you don't come to play any nights, you can get beat. So we're just going to be ready to play uh, Monday and Tuesday against Chevrolet. Head Coach Jerry Martin with the Warren County Lady Pioneers softball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. All right, thank you. Thanks for having me. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. Joined now by Head Coach Tad Webb of the DeKalb County Tigers baseball program. Coach, first off, how do you think the team has performed up to this point in the season? Um, up to this point, I feel like, you know, uh, we've performed okay. Uh, you know, we've done some good things and we've done some things that uh, have, have been poor at times. Uh, but, you know, it's still, you know, midway through the season towards the latter half right here, you know, we're looking to clean up some things and, you know, try to get things tightened up and put a run together. What are a couple of those things that you would like to see shored up before you do get to that district tournament? Well, you know, like always, you know, we we want to solidify our pitching, uh, making sure that, you know, um, we got all that stuff dialed in going into that last, uh, you know, couple of series that we have. And, um, you know, defensively, you know, get, get those things cleaned up. At times we have some, you know, mistakes and, you know, it's high school baseball and unfortunately we have those from time to time as other teams do as well but we're wanting to get get some focus on that and clean that up <clears throat> coach uh, you look at your record you look at the schedule the overall record maybe a little bit misleading because you have played such a tough schedule but in district play you guys are sitting right at the top at six and two right now do you think you guys are in a pretty good position to grab one, that one or two seed by the end of the year well, I mean, up to this point, we've obviously put ourselves in that position to have the opportunity. But you know, we've we've got two tough series coming up over the next two weeks. And with that all being said, you know, um, I like where we sit. But you know, I'm I know the other two teams that we're fixing going to the series against like where they're sitting as well. This probably is one of the tougher districts in the whole state. I've talked to multiple coaches in this district and kind of asked them the same thing. How competitive is it this year in District 7-3A? It's actually been very competitive. Um, you know, every every series is, is up for grabs, and that's what we've noticed. And, you know, not knowing – we knew some of the teams coming in, obviously, because we had played them in the past, you know, out of uh, district play, but – you know, when you start facing everybody's ones and twos and threes, you know, obviously it puts a, a different perspective on things uh, and different challenges. But, you know, to be honest with you, anyone can beat anybody at any time. It's, uh, you know, pretty pretty level, uh, which makes it fun. Uh, stressful at times, but fun. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, who's played well for you this year? Um, you know, I've, I've had a few guys that, you know, that have stepped up, you know, obviously uh, – you know, um, Patrick Cantrell uh, is is one that's really played well for us up to this point. He's through, you know, he's our number one guy, and uh, and he's pitched really well for us up to this point. And you know, he's swinging it well at the plate right now, and just got to keep that going and maintaining that. And you know, um, Isaac knows uh, is our center fielder, and he comes in and pitches for us as well. And he's starting to get on track and and do the things that we need him to be doing. Um, you know, on the hill and you know, uh, offensively, 
Um, and then, you know, we got a couple other guys that, <clears throat> you know, that have kind of stepped up and done some things, uh, this year. Avery South has, has really started swinging the bat pretty well at the plate. And, you know, we just hope to maintain that. And we've got a couple other guys that are right there on the brinks that, you know, we, we think they're right there at the heels ready to, to climb that and get over top of it and start performing at a higher level as the season progressed. We're talking with head coach Tad Webb of the DeKalb County Tigers baseball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you go back to the middle of your schedule and you look at it, and there's five losses in a row with the Wilson County Invitational and then bookended by the Macon County game in that first of two set. Obviously, some really good teams throughout that set, but you guys really struggled to score some runs just to combine nine runs over those five losses. You broke out of it with 13 runs in a win against Macon County on that Tuesday after it. What maybe changed in that game after that losing streak? You know, I think that uh, during that, we just offensively we just was not swinging well we was not stringing hit together you know we we was hitting the ball at times and you know as far as in the the stat look you know you know we had you know several hits but it was just spread out there was nothing that was combined and put together and you know no timely hits when we needed it and that contributes to a lot of you know defensively for the other teams as well you know making some plays that um that kind of put a dagger in some innings that we possibly would have. Um, but, you know, coming out of that, you know, we just kept focused and kept talking about, you know, uh, we knew these things would happen. We knew that we would get into these uh, these skids at times and, you know, how we're going to respond to it. And, you know, you've got to be resilient in what you do and continue to work and, and perform. And, and they bounce back. Um, you know, the, the loss <clears throat> at Macon County, um, I think, really woke them up, um, you know, on top of the four that we just come off of over the weekend. And it was just like, okay, we've got to get going again. And, you know, they just, you know, they just kind of woke up a little bit and we was able to string some things together at the right time. Coach, you look at the back half of your schedule, it doesn't get any easier. And I, I looking at the schedule, there's probably not maybe what you consider an easy game on the schedule. Of course, you got district play for the rest of the season, but you also have some really good non-district teams with Watertown and Smith County coupled in in there as well. Is that by design to get you ready for the district tournament? Actually, yes, it is. Um, you know, we looked at that last year, and we've done some things with the schedule last year to <clears throat> non-district to be very competitive with teams, uh, you know, play some of the, the better teams to see, you know, better pitching, better quality hitting, you know, defensively, everything just to mentally and physically prepare us. And we felt like that, that that did it for us last year. It put us in a situation to where we felt like we was more prepared. And that's one of the reasons we did, you know, the same with the schedule this year is just beefing it up to where we felt like, you know, record-wise, <clears throat> you know, it, it may not look pretty, but – Overall, when we get into the last bit of the season, you know, putting together some some wins and putting together runs based off the experience that they've gotten throughout the year. Lastly, Coach, kind of going off of that, what do you want to see your team do well in this latter part of the season? Uh, just compete. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing. We go out and we compete. You know, I feel like we give ourselves a chance every single night uh, to come out, you know, with a win. But, you know, just uh, be aggressive and, and have fun. You know that that's kind of our motto is, you know, baseball is a kids' game. Let's let's go out and let's have fun with it. You know, do it respectfully, do it the right way, but have have fun. And you know, you do all of that, then you're able to perform perhaps at your your highest level. That's head coach Tad Webb with the DeKalb County Tigers baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. 
I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back here on UC Sports Nation. Joined now by head coach Kevin Copeland of the White County Tennis Program, both on the boys and the girls' side. And, Coach, that's kind of where I want to start off on both sides. We'll start with the boys. How's the team performing this year? I guess to phrase it more accurately than anything else would be to say that we're rebuilding. We've got a lot of kids who have not played tennis before. We've got lots of kids who have never played at a higher level before. Uh, so uh, we're having to break it down to the basics of tennis, just learning how to keep score, hold the racket. Um, we can't really talk about strategy right now with them because we've got so many beginners in the program. So I, I say it best, I think we're rebuilding this year. Does that almost make it kind of fun for you? I mean, it kind of takes you back to, I guess, your coaching basics that you might not have had to use in quite some time. And is it, and is it kind of cool to see some of those younger people coming out to the program? Uh, it is. Uh, and I'll say this about our kids. Uh, while they're not the most talented tennis players in the world, and they'd be the first to tell you that, uh, I think they're extremely coachable. Uh, they've been really receptive to, to what I'm trying to teach them. Um, I, I'm used to teaching kids uh, when I coached in Georgia for many years uh, about strategy. We're talking about how to exploit the weaknesses of your opponent uh, and not having to worry about our feet in the right position, is our grip right. Uh, so, yeah, this is kind of different for me. But, yeah, it's it's been good to see the kids kind of grasp on to what we're trying to show them and uh, they've got lots of character as they're attempting to do so <laughs> how's uh, is the girls team kind of the same and maybe in that rebuild process or how are they doing this year uh absolutely um i mean we, we do have one girl that, that plays one singles for us that uh you know has played before and she's been pretty successful thus far uh but other than that you know we have some girls who just either haven't played tennis or haven't uh really competed at a higher level before that that there's being a lot asked of them that they, they just have no clue how to do. But, you know, they're, they're troopers has it, doing the best they can. Has it kind of made you, I guess, maybe learn more about yourself? I know you mentioned it, your background in Georgia, where you're used to kind of looking at the other team, trying to exploit them and, and really work on strategy. Has it kind of made you maybe add more to your coaching repertoire where you have to kind of scale things back a little bit and try to help these kids out a little more? Yeah, um, I'll be the first to tell you, I had to scale it back a good bit because um, <laughs> I, I wanted to show them a lot of, you know, some of the more advanced things about strategy and, and where to serve and where to, where to have your feet positioned and, you know, uh, how to develop points. But I, I kind of had to get away from that, and we just had to break it down. And, you know, we had a practice where we just talked about proper grips and why you change grips. And then we kind of went from there and talked about footwork and, uh, why footwork is so important. And and since then, our motto for the season has been from the ground up. And that kind of is a microcosm of who we are as a team. Uh, you're, we're kind of building from the ground up, and, and they're starting to realize that as we're doing that as a team, uh, we it all, it all starts with our footwork. And if our footwork's not good, we're not going to be in a successful position to win a point. We're talking with head coach Kevin Copeland of the White County Tennis Program right here on UC Sports Nation. Coach, uh, I guess, have you seen some progression from both sides, both teams, as this season has gone on and kind of working, like you said, from the ground up? Oh, absolutely. Uh, every match, uh, we're getting more aggressive. Uh, we, we have more confidence in what we're trying to accomplish, uh, whether it be with our footwork or just having the right grip or being in position to win the point. I think the kids just through repetition are, are getting used to how to how to do that. So I 
I'm very pleased with our progress. Now, are, are we going to be world beaters this year? No. Um, maybe, maybe not even in years to come. But um, I think we're building something that could be really special uh, on down the road. Who are some kids that you've been impressed by over the season? Well, I, I hate to do this because I, I kind of see what we do as a, as a team thing, mm-hmm. even though tennis I know for a lot of people is an individual sport. Uh, it's never been that for me. Uh, we win or lose as a team. I know that's a very coach speak thing to say, but, um, you know, I, I've got a freshman boy, uh, Gabriel Wiles, who's, who's really bought into everything we're trying to show him and ha- has been competing at a higher level every match. Uh, I think he has the potential to be a really good player one day. Um, got some other kids who've been in the program um, who, you know, haven't thought like I'm teaching them to think before. And so uh, I think they're, you know, for just like I said, from the ground up, they're, they're trying to get better. Coach. Um, Nia Powers has some experience. She's our number one girls player. Um, she's won a few matches already this year. Uh, she's just a good athlete. And I think athletically, uh, because she's so much better than a lot of players that she faces, she's able to get away with not being a great tennis player thus far. Um, but I think, man, if I could have had her at a younger age or um, – you know, shown her some stuff in years past when I, if I'd have been here, um, she could probably be an amazing tennis player. Probably even talk about playing college tennis. Coach, I guess last question for you, kind of going forward in the season and working with this young squad, what's maybe one goal or one thing that you want to see them do really well before this season comes to an end? I, I want them to be confident in who they are as, as tennis players uh, and as people within our community. If I can get that from players every single year, um, that builds upon itself. Uh, and the wins and losses will come with confidence. But if I can instill that confidence in them and really kind of reiterate to focus on little things, I, I think from year to year, we're, we're eventually going to get better. It's kind of funny how uh, a lot of times high school sports are very relatable to uh, to the real world and into real life. I think that's a, that's a pretty good answer right there. That's head coach Kevin Copeland with the White County Tennis Program down in Sparta, coaching both boys and girls tennis. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Butch Chaffin of the Cookville Cavaliers baseball program. Coach, appreciate you joining the program. The last time we talked since then, uh, you guys have played some really good baseball teams, both in district play and in non-district play. And notably, I want to start off with that Bearden team. You lost to them on April 2nd, 12-2. You came back and beat them a week later, 10-4. And some not-so-great weather when it was a little bit chilly outside, but you guys got the job done. How proud were you? of your team to bounce back and beat a really good Bearden team? Uh, that was a monumental win. And uh, like you said, it was played on a Saturday. Uh, the coaches and I got there early in the morning, got the field prepped, and uh, we endured two snowstorms uh, while it was going on that accumulated. And uh, it was cold. The weather was not very you know, kind to us early in the morning. Uh, my guys, they rolled in. They put on tights. They took batting practice. They never said a word about the weather and just went about their business. And uh, I'm super proud of them. That was a very high-quality win over a very good Bearden team. How, how do you think that speaks to your team's toughness? And uh, where do you think that comes from? Does it come from you kind of starting with the program and, and setting those expectations that it, it doesn't matter what's going on, we're going to play some baseball? Well, they know that from me, and I'm not saying, you know, that I make them tough. Uh, I think, you know, kids are either born tough or they're not. 
uh, I just think it's, you know, it's a love for the game and a focus. And uh, uh, if we're going to play, we're going to play to win, regardless of conditions. And, you know, with the weather the way it is in Tennessee, uh, that Bearden game, it was snowing in the morning and in the afternoon. You know, it was 40 degrees with wind, but the sun was out. And uh, we started out uh, the season, and we started 6-6, six and six, and I didn't like how things were going. And, you know, we met and kind of put things back into perspective where we need to be. And since that time, you know, I think we're undefeated and uh, have been playing really, really good baseball. Coach, kind of take me into that meeting, if you will. What went into that conversation when you brought them together and kind of just put forth that, you know, this is what's going on, this is what we need to do? Well, I think that, you know, I hear a lot of coaches talk about, you know, leadership and leadership. Um, I think it's, you know, leadership sometimes can be misleading. Um, We try to teach them to play, and then we have certain expectations. And the meeting was basically about, you know, you guys are – just taking care of, if you, if you will, just take care of yourselves and do what you're told to do, that, you know, good things will happen to you. And if you respect the game, the game knows. And if you pay homage to the game and appreciate what's going on, and when you show up, be, you know, all here mentally. And uh, we just kind of took back some things. And uh, uh, I made, it was, it falls to me, I made some assumptions about, you know, high school baseball players that I shouldn't have made. I, I and that's no disrespect to them. I gave them too credit, too much credit to, uh, for example, you know, no outs runner on second, you know, hit a ground ball to the right side and move the guy over. And so I just kind of, to be honest with you, I just kind of took back my team. And now we got a runner on second with no outs. We're probably going to bunt him to third base. So, you know, as bad as it sounds, we became a little bit more mechanical on our approach and, um, it's working for them. And what I found out is that my team likes it when I'm involved with the game, when it comes to the strategy. And all I got to do is tell them what to do and they can execute it. We're talking with head coach Butch Chaffin of the Cookville Cavaliers baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I know you've been doing this for quite some time and especially here at Cookville as well. How interesting it is, is it that year in and year out you can learn more about yourself and more about your team like you had just talked about even in midseason after doing it for so many years? Well, uh, it's, it's actually it's fascinating and to be around these players, you know, I think that kind of keeps me young and uh, keeps the coaches young because, you know, we're around them and uh, every year is a new adventure and every year is a new chapter. And uh, we just try to give our guys the best possible experience we can. And I, I know, you know, I, I've said this before, the guys I coached 5, 10, 15, 30 years ago, I'd like to apologize to them because uh, I think I'm better now than I was then. I have more feel uh, for an empathy for my players. Um, what they have to go through on a daily basis. I think, you know, the pandemic taught me that, that there are all kinds of outside pressures, and this is kind of their release. Uh, and with that said, you know, we, when we show up, we're going to try to get after you and try to get a win. Uh, but I think this is a, a fun kind of pressure, not necessarily a life pressure. Coach, you mentioned how you guys have been playing some pretty good baseball ever since that meeting. The last time we had talked, you had talked about how your pitching staff is pretty young, and you think once they improve, this team is going to get a lot better. How, how has their improvement gone over the last few times since we've talked? Oh, it's been dynamite. You know, we uh, we don't have what you would traditionally call necessarily a bell cow who's our number one, and he's going to go out and dominate. So 
Uh, it's forced us to put a lot of different guys on the mound and watch them struggle and then fight through it and come out the other side. And uh, that's what we're starting to get now. We can put, you know, we can put uh, 12 different guys on the mound and we know exactly what we're getting. And uh, it's, been, it, it's been fun to watch them grow. And even while they've been trying to figure it out um, offensively, uh, they've been lights out. Our guys have been just lights out. And, you know, we, we swing the bat really well and we run the bases really well right now uh, while we're watching our pitching grow up. So the pitching getting a little better. Obviously, the bats have pretty much been on fire ever since the start of the season, and you guys are playing some pretty good baseball right now. But obviously, coaches are going to look at maybe a couple of areas that they'd like to see get better. What are maybe some of those areas as you get into the latter part of the season that you need to see this team do a better job of? I just think, you know, if we, we've got to learn how to maintain consistency. We've had a couple spots where we've been floating different guys in and out, hoping somebody steps up and uh, realizes who they are as a player, and uh, it's starting to happen. Uh, I think with our pitching the way that it is, that uh, it, we cannot afford to uh, make errors, and we've really cleaned that up, and we're, you know, turning into a really good defensive team. And as far as on the mound, uh, our guys have figured out when we walk guys, that's that's a that's a bad idea. When we give the other team freebies, uh, you know, hit them, walk them, make errors. We we just we can't get away with that. Head coach Butch Chaffin with the Cookville Cavaliers baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. Uh, hey, I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate all the support we get from the community. And uh, just appreciate what you do. Thanks so much. Welcome back here on UC Sports Nation. We're joined now by the Upperman Boys Soccer Head Coach, Mark Herberman, right here on UC Sports Nation. Coach, we appreciate you joining us on the program. First off, take me through the season. How have you guys been playing this year? We've been doing very well. Uh, we've really started growing into ourselves. Um, the team is meshing together well. Um, started off the season very strong. However, we've had some uh, challenges uh, as we started district play. Uh, our district is very strong, uh, a lot of good coaches, a lot of good players, um, but we are uh, managing the challenge well. Kind of going through off that district play that you mentioned, I, I know Cumberland County pretty good, Stone Memorial pretty good. Uh, how good is the district this year, and, and what are the challenges like in facing those teams? Absolutely. You you, you mentioned two of the strong teams, uh, DeKalb County and Livingston are very uh, good as well. And the great thing about uh, our district is uh, – us in White County are gaining ground greatly uh, against the um, those other teams. Uh, most of those other teams have uh, a lot of travel players and uh, a lot of experience with the play with players. Uh, but White County and us are very young programs. Uh, but Coach Drew and I are working very hard to to get ourselves and get our programs um, up to the uh, standard of the district. Have you kind of seen that progression throughout this season, even even with maybe a younger squad or in this young season about halfway through? Yeah, well, I think the, the biggest thing is since we're uh, quite young, uh, trying to find our culture and who we are and how we're going to uh, play, uh, and also just trying to figure out a little bit more about um, our own abilities. What kind of culture are you trying to set within this upper men's soccer program? Well, the big culture is is you pride. That's uh, pride in uh, myself, pride in my actions, and pride of my team. Understanding from that uh, motto, we're able to really look at our uh, values, and, and that's the to commit to each other, trust in each other, 
and the intensity, not just the physical uh, intensity, but the mental intensity, uh, being uh, ready when when you're called upon and having that intensity to, to stay focused in the tough situations. Uh, our objectives this year are, are really just trying to uh, outline how we want to approach the different uh, challenges, and that's uh, enjoy. Enjoy the travel, enjoy each other, enjoy the, the relationships that we're building. And being able to see that, you know, that's, that's the important part of the connection, but the responsibility or represent uh, of who we are and of our program. And then the last thing uh, that we're trying to focus on this year is strive to win. And understanding what strive to win means not just for the team, but for each individual. Uh, winning a game is a result, not a goal. Uh, our goal is to play a certain way, to, to create that culture and understanding that how we're going to be better over time. Uh, we talk a lot about just not the uh, seniors, uh, but the freshmen and the, even the middle schoolers that are starting to come in, uh, to have that culture and have them uh, represent the things that are coming uh, after us are as just important as how we act today. Talking with head coach uh, Mark Herberman of the Upperman Boys Soccer Program right here on UC Sports Nation. Coach, you mentioned the culture. You guys kind of a young squad. Who are some of the guys that are playing really well this season for you? I, I sit back in amazement from everyone that's uh, on the field. Uh, everyone has stepped up, uh, but we have some our leaders that are uh, phenomenal. Our two center backs, uh, Nick Herrick and Caden Williams, uh, they, they have really uh, fortified our ability to to turn our midfield loose. Uh, we pushed Talon up from an outside defender into a midfielder, and he's really led that. And uh, and I saw in uh, DJ Branch a spark of uh, uh, just outstanding capabilities last year uh, in just a little bit of time that he was able to play, and he has stepped up tremendously. Um, but Sebastian... Uh, uh, Stanfield is an individual that has really uh, lightened up the team and our ability to go forward, uh, score from many opportunities in di uh, many directions. Um, and so we we've got a pretty solid team all the way through. Uh, for us, it's just trying to make those connections and being able to, to do that for uh, 80 minutes. Coach, tactically, what are you guys working on in practice right now? So tactically, what we're working on, and because I have two of probably the best center backs that I've ever had on a team uh, also and probably uh, it may be within the, the district, um, being able to use those as stack, uh, depending on uh, the situation, understanding when to do a sweeper and uh, when to do a three-man back. Um, that's part of the big thing. The second thing is is how we can turn loose Aiden uh, and, um, and be able to uh, get him to do more of a route one connection where they're able to send that straight up to him and Sebastian can fall in behind him. Coach, how long have you been with Upperman and how long you've been coaching with the program? Uh, this is just my second year with them. What's kind of your background and what kind of brought you to the bees? So, I mean, I grew up uh, overseas. I played in Portugal. I came here and went to school at tech. Um, I coached travel for many years, coached at the Y for many years. Um, and then I came to several of the schools as in the middle school and coached as a assistant coach and then uh, worked with uh, Upperman several years ago as an assistant coach. And then at, uh, last year I was uh, given the opportunity to, to be the head coach. And lastly, Coach, uh, kind of just take me through. I know you mentioned 
you guys have a lot of different things kind of going into the culture that the wins, they're a result of kind of what you put into the game that you guys are playing. But what are maybe some goals that you want to maybe set right now for the end of the season and, and try to accomplish? Um, May 8th. May 8th is a model of ours. Um, we understand that every game until May 8th is a preparation for our test. Uh, and May 8th will be our test. Uh, we want to represent and play the very best game we've played all season. Uh, May 8th is the first uh, day of the tournament, of the district tournaments, and that's our ultimate goal, uh, understanding that all the games up until then uh, are preparation for that. Head coach Mark Erberman with the Upperman Boys Soccer Program right here on UC Sports Nation. Coach, I enjoyed it. I appreciate you joining me here on the program. Thank you for having me. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Wes Shanks of the Upper Mid-Bees Baseball Program, the 10th-ranked team in 3A according to the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association. And, Coach, let's start it off right there. You guys are playing some really good baseball, and the coaches around the state are taking notice of it. Uh, what did that mean to you guys to be ranked in the top 10 in 3A? Well, it's always nice to uh, get recognition. Uh, the boys have really put in some hard work. And uh, we're coming together uh, right now. The last couple of weeks has been, uh, for any baseball coach, you've had ups and downs. Uh, early part of the season, you're trying to figure out who your team is and what players fit what roles. And so now approaching the uh, midpoint of the season, we're starting to settle in. Uh, we've, we've had a really good uh, showing from our pitching staff, and that's allowed us to also uh, turn up the bats a little bit and uh, we've hit the ball really well, and it's exciting to uh, to see the potential uh, from the coach's perspective, and the boys are really starting to have a little fun. Of course, we can still make some uh, some adjustments to clean up some play here and there, but, uh, but that's baseball. Coach, of your few losses that you have had this season, they haven't been by too many runs. Only one of those losses was by more than two runs uh, this season. It just kind of take me through. Obviously, it's been an impressive run, and even in the few losses that you've had, those were games that you, you probably feel like you had a chance in. But how impressive has the pitching and the defense been this whole season long? Well, and I've told the boys this before, the main thing, even when we have had some losses, the main thing that I'm proud of them is how they compete. It doesn't matter if we have a great game against a great opponent, a average game against a uh, average opponent, or vice versa. You switch those things around. No matter what, they don't give up. They don't quit competing. They're constantly in the ball game. And from uh, from the coaching staff side, you can't ask for anything more than that. Now we we can all uh, shape up our uh, errors a little bit, our mental and you know some physical mistakes there. But as long as you're competing in seven AAA, you're going to have a chance to win, and then that's what's what's very exciting and something we got to work, uh, continue to work hard at. Well, let's talk about that seven AAA. You're six and two. DeKalb County is six and two. Both of you guys have four games left, and then Livingston, a game behind you guys at five and three. You're playing DeKalb and White County for your final four games of district play. How cool is it that those DeKalb games could be the deciding factor to get that one or two seed? Well, that's something as a coaching staff, too. We we picked those games early on in the season. Uh, we've got to stay uh, focused one game at a time because White County is going to be a quality opponent. Uh, but everybody in this district is a quality opponent. That's what the, the coaches that we've had discussions throughout the district. Any team can beat any team on any given night. Uh, that's just how uh, competitive this district is going to be. Uh, obviously, halfway through the district uh, schedule, 
things are starting to shape out a little bit, but everybody's shaping out to be towards the middle. There, there is no separation, and so it's going to be exciting to see who takes that next step and separates themselves towards the top tier because we're fighting for that conference title or that one and number two position, which gets to host their side of the conference tournament. So there's a lot on the line. Uh, the boys are aware of what's on the line. Coaching staff has uh, made them aware. And so that's probably another uh, tribute to why and how they're competing at such a high level uh, day in, day out. We're talking with head coach Wes Shanks of the Upper Mid Bees baseball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, this was a good team last year. They went 16-12, and 12, but already the team this year, a lot of wins and, and well on your way to beat that record from last year. Uh, what do you think has been the jump, and why do you think they've taken kind of that jump to this season and improved so much? Well, last year we had a, a, a really tough schedule, and we had five seniors last year, and we were, were happy with the way they competed, happy with uh, the development of last year's team. Uh, this year, the schedule is d- just as tough. Uh, however, our players are stepping up to the plate with a lot more confidence, and I think it's because of the the, the tough schedule that's prepared them for this season. Uh, now, the schedule is only going to get tougher with postseason play coming up, and it's it's something that, uh, from a standpoint of growth, we've got three seniors that have a really good leadership. And we've got seven juniors, uh, but we've also got eight freshmen. We've got eight freshmen on the team and trying to find playing time for everybody to do whatever role is they can uh, provide for our team is, is difficult. But like I said earlier, each, each player is now finding that uh, responsibility or that role for a team, and it's, it's really gelling us together uh, and exciting, and hopefully we can continue to push that for the uh, second half of this season. Could you kind of tell this past off season that you guys had a chance to be really good this year? So when we began our uh, preseason workouts, uh, we were working with our bullpens and working with our pitchers, and we realized we've got nine to ten pitchers, and that's uncommon in seven, seven AAA. Uh, some are uh, experienced juniors and seniors. Uh, one with a Mr. Baseball finalist last year, uh, going to look for. A, uh, a good run at your seven AAA pitcher of the year, and uh, we've got multiple other uh, juniors and sophomores that had plenty of innings and playing time last year, and with a new addition of about three to four freshman pitchers that have already competed uh, with some varsity playing time. So anytime as a baseball coach you have nine to ten pitchers you can rely on to get you through your week's uh, performances, it's just it's a little bit of a cushion. And it gives not only the players, but it gives the rest of the team confidence to know that no matter who goes out on the mound, we have a chance to win and compete. And so I think that's why, you know, we have gained some confidence, not just from the pitching, you know, not just from the pitching staff or the coaching staff, but from the team as a whole. And so that's one thing we definitely were excited about at the beginning of the year. Head Coach Wes Shanks with the Upperman Bees baseball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season.
All right, thank you. Come see us. I'll be going to see Coach Shanks and the Upper Mid Bees today as they get ready to take on the Watertown Purple Tigers coming up this afternoon at 2 o'clock. You can listen to the game over on News Talk 94.1. The Purple Tigers ranked in the top 10 of 2A, while the Bees ranked in the top 10 of 3A. Should be a really good matchup. A special shout-out to all the coaches who joined us on the High School Playbook. Join us again next week.